Okay, welcome to uh, Project Lakuta Siches. Lakuta Siches, Chelik Yud Gimel, page 85. And it's a Sicha base of Parshas Bolok. This is a very Gishmake Rashi Sicha, where the Rebbe is going to discuss a series of Rashis in the last Navua of Bilam in this week's Parsha that discusses Achris Hayamim, which a big part of it speaks about the Navua regarding Melech HaMashiach. And the Rebbe in this Sicha will contrast the Pirish of Rashi on these Psukim and the Pirish of the Rambam in these Psukim in Hilchas Molochim in Perik Yedalef. I think before we actually learn the Sicha inside, we should uh, take a look at these Psukim and take a look at the Rashis on these Psukim. Usually in such a Sicha, the Rebbe would quote the Rashis, bring all the Rashis here inside the Sicha, and then begin with his questions on the Rashi's. Over here, the Rebbe is relying on us to see the Rashi's are for ourselves inside the Pasuk. Psukim. And therefore, I'm going to begin in Perik Chavdalet, in Pasuk Yudzayin, where the Sikha begins discussing the Rashi's. And we're going to go through a few Psukim with the Rashi's, and then we'll come back to learning the Sikha inside. Pasuk Yudzayin. Erenu v'loyato ashurenu v'loykoroi. Bilam says, I see it, but it's not now. Ashurenu, I view it, v'loikarev, and it's not near. Dorach, koichav mi Yaakov, a star shoots from Yaakov, v'kom shevet mi Yisrael, and a rod rises up amongst Yidin. Umochatz pasi moyav, and he will, mochatz, um, he will smash the extremities of moyav, v'karke kol sheis, and he will undermine all the children of sheis. So what does Rashi explain? What are all these... Uh, Expressions in this pasuk referring to. Erenu says Rashi, Royani shivchu shol Yaakov gedulasai. I see the glory and the greatness of Yaakov achloyata, but it's not now. Elala achazman, a time later. Dorach koychov ketargumai, like the targum over here explains. Loshen dorach kashtoi. It means dorach kashtoi that um, like an arrow, a bow and arrow that. Um, so over here the word dorach means also that it flies like an, like an arrow. Ubelaz, distant. Kaloimar, the pshadir is, yokum mazel. A good fortune will arise for Yidin. So that's the pshat of dorach koychov. Bekom shevet. What's the shevet? Melech, reide, umayshel. The shevet refers to a king that is a ruler. So the shevet, which is a rod, is a king that has a rod and he rules with it. Umochatz pase moyov ze David. This refers to David Amelech. Shenema by by David Amelech it says Hashkev oisam arza lie them down on the ground. Vayimadet shnei chavolim lohomis vegaimer and he measured two chavolim two widths of uh, a rope to kill them. Vekarker. What is the meaning of the word vekarker? Loshin koyre. It means to dig or to make a hole. Kamoya nikarti makeves bur. Nukartem, I have dog, Makeves Burnukartem, the hole of a pit, you have dog, Yikrua Irve Nachal, the ravens of the stream dig a hole, Furir Balaz. So Vakarke means to pierce a hole in the Beneshes. So what we see here in these Rashis, as the Rebbe is going to explain, that these Psukim are all talking about the Melucha of David Amelech. But Rashi doesn't point that out until. As we'll see in the Sikha. 
Pasuk Yudches, V'hoya Edom Yereisha, and you will inherit Edom, V'hoya Yereisha Seir Oivav, V'Yisrael Oisa Choyel. So the Yisrael will also be inherited by its enemies, which are the Yidin, and the Yidin will be strong. What does uh, the Pasuk here mean? V'hoya Yereisha Seir Oivav, L'Oivav Yisrael, the Yidin, the enemies of Esau, will inherit Seir. Pasuk Yudches, V'yed Mi Yaakov, and there'll be a ruler from Yaakov. Behavid Sarid Meir, and he will destroy any uh, leftovers from the city. And there's going to be another ruler that will arise from Yaakov. Behavid Sarid Meir, he will remove the leftovers or he will destroy the leftovers of the city. What are we talking about here? Meir shall Edaim. This refers to the main city of Edaim, Vihiraimi. This refers to Rome. Val Melech HaMashiach This refers to Mashiach. Shenem Aboy, regarding Mashiach, it says in Tilim, V'yed miyom ad yom, that he will uh, rule from sea to sea. V'layyeh sarad l'veseisov. And it says also regarding Mashiach, that there'll be no leftovers of the house, to the house of Esau. So therefore this Pasuk, Pasuk Yates, refers to Mashiach. This is Rashi on these Pesukim. Now let's learn the Sikha, and the Rebbe here is going to begin with quoting the Rambam. In the Nevoah of Bilam, where he talks about what will happen in this week's Parsha. The Mepharshim say, The Pesukim of this Nevoah, and Vahoya Edoim and Vyerd, Klalusam Koya Malchus David, Umalchus Melech Hamashiach. In general, these Psukim are speaking about the kingdom of David Amelech and the kingdom of Melech Hamashiach. Omnam, however, Beprotius Pirushim Shalaksuvim Matsinakama Pirushim. In the details of how exactly to interpret all the words of the Psukim, there are a few Pirushim. Umehem, and we're gonna quote over here Rashi's Pshat and the Rambam's Pshat. So Harambam b'sifra yada chazaka kaisiv the Rambam in Hilchas Melachim says the parshas bilam chuluhu aimer and parshas bilam the Torah says arenu veloi ato I see it and it's not now says the Rambam zed David this expression bilam is referring to the fact that he sees the kingdom of David ashurenu veloi karev I view it and it's not near zed melech hamashiach that refers to the nevua that refers to the kingdom of Mashiach darach koychav miyakev. Zeh David, the star that will shoot out from Yaakov is David. Become shevet mi Yisrael, and a rod will rise up amongst Yidin. Zeh Melech Hamashiach. Upochatz maasim moya, pasim moyav. Zeh David. This refers to David. V'chein oimev ayach David as moyav, and moyav David Amelech hit moyav. V'karke kol bnei sheis. Zeh Melech Hamashiach. Shenem aboy umashloi miyam adyam. He'll rule from sea to sea. Vahoya Adam Yeresha Zed David refers to David Amelech that will inherit Asaph or Edom. Shanema Vatihi Edom Le David Avodim Vigame. They were they were um, slaves for David Amelech. Vahoya Yeresha and they will be inherited by their enemies, by the Yidin, Zemelech Hamashiach, Shanemar Vaolumashiim Bahar Tsiyoin. So this is the Rambam. So the Rebbe summarizes over here what the Rambam is doing in this Psukim. Vahainu. The Harambam Mechalek Bepirushay Kolkosov Shabbe Psukim Eilu Lishnayim. Everything that, that's here in this Psukim, the Rambam divides it all in two. Bechelke Yerishay in Hamadubi Bedoved Amelech. The first part of the Psukim speaking about David Amelech. Or Bechelke Yashayni Bemelech Hamashiach. 
So the Pasuk is never repeating itself. When it says, which is very similar, it's one is speaking about David Melech and the other is speaking about Mashiach. And the same with the continuation of the Psukim. The Pasuk keeps on repeating itself because the Pasuk is constantly talking about both David Melech and Melech HaMashiach. Rashi explains these Psukim differently. I see the glory of Yidin in a later time period. That Dorach Koychav and Vekam Shevet refers to a ruler that will stand up amongst Yidin. Sorry, that goes together. Melech Reide Umayshal. Umachatz Pasi Mayav Zed David. Umachatz Pasi Mayav refers to smashing the extremities of Mayav. This refers to David, Shanema Baychulo. So this is the first psukim. The psukim, Pasik Yudzayin, Pasik Yudzayin, that is, all refers to David Amelech. Then, Vyerd Miyakov, when we come to Pasik Yutes, where it says Vyerd Miyakov, Sarashi says, Vyerd Miyakov, there'll be another ruler amongst Eden, which is Mashiach. So Bekitzer, what we see here in Rashi is, Everything that it says in these Psukim, Yudzayin and Yudches, Ad V'yerd Miyakov, until you come to Pasuk Yutes, V'yerd Miyakov, Koy al David. Even though the Pasuk keeps on repeating itself, Arena V'layata, Shrena V'layakarev, all these different things, Darach Koychav Miyakov, V'kom Shevet Miyisrael, Mochatz Pasimoye, V'karcha Kol All of it refers to David HaMelech. It's only in Pasuk Yutes, where it says, V'yerd miyakoiv, that is referring to Mashiach. Tzadach lahavin, so now I've saw the question is, on Rashi as follows. Lomalei pirish Rashi, ki pirish Rambam, why doesn't Rashi explain the psukim here like the Rambam? Hamasim l'chayri yaisa l'pshutish mikra which fits in to the words of the Pshat and the Pasik, Shizui darkish Rashi bipirushi alatayre which is the derech of Rashi in his Pshat al And the Rebbe will explain why the Ramban's Pshat would fit more in Pshut Mikra. Key because it's as follows. Aleph number one. Lefi Pirish Rambam, keiful ha'inyin b'chol pasik, or kafal ha'inyin b'chol pasik. The Torah repeats in every pasik the same idea twice. Ki echod medabe b'david v'asheni b'melech ha'mashiach. Once it speaks about David ha'melech, and the second time it speaks about Mashiach. So that fits very well according to the Rambam. The Pasuk is not simply repeating itself. But according to Rashi, that all of the Psukim are speaking about David HaMelech. So so we have to say, When the Torah writes, that seem to be a repetition, and the other expressions that it says in the continuation of the Pasik and the other Psukim, Pasik Yudches as well, where the Pasik is repeating itself, the Torah is just repeating the same thing, talking about the kingdom and the rulership of David HaMelech. So why wouldn't Rashi want to explain, like the Rambam, that the Torah is repeating itself because it's referring actually to two different individuals, it's speaking to, about David HaMelech and about Mashiach. Bez, another question here is, Pashtus HaKosov, the Karker, Kol that he will undermine all of the descendants of Sheis. Sherashi Pirish, and Rashi himself says, Kol it refers to all the nations. Machriya, Kipirish Rambam. This uh, seems to indicate, like the Rambam's Pshat, 
Shekoy al Melech HaMashiach, that it refers to Mashiach, Sheyichboish, as Kol HaOilam, V'yimlech HaKol HaUmais, that will in fact conquer the entire world and will rule over all the nations. Mashenkim B'David, which is not the case by David HaMelech, Sholemetzinu B'Kibbushim Meluch HaKol HaUmais. We don't find regarding David HaMelech that he had such a level of kingdom that he ruled over the entire world with all of the nations in the world. The question goes even further. Regarding Mashiach, all it says is that his kingdom, his victory of Mashiach will be that he'll destroy the leftovers of the city. That it refers to the main city of, uh, of Seir, of Edom, which is Rome. So over here, regarding Melech HaMashiach, the Titus says well, it speaks about one city. It speaks about the city of Rome. But Oich, David, and at the same time, regarding David HaMelech, the Pasuk is saying even much more than this. That he will undermine all the nations of the world, all the descendants of Shays. Seemingly, the opposite seems to be true, as we said before, that we don't find that David HaMelech actually ruled over all the nations of the world. We only see that by Mashiach. Another question here is, Rashi Loipirish, when you look into Rashi, there's something very interesting here. Rashi does not tell us, Who is this star that shoots out from Yaakov? Shezehu David, which it is David HaMelech. Only in the end, in the Pasuk of Umochatz Pasimoyov, there Rashi says, Zed David, Shemizemuvan, and I have to understand on my own, the Olaf Koi, Koichov. That David, when Rashi says Zed David, it's not only referring to Umochatz Pasimoyov, but the beginning of where it says, Dorach Koichov Miyakov, and the Kom Shevet, it's also referring to David Amelech. Why does Rashi write it this way? Why didn't Rashi clarify right in the beginning on Dorach Koichov that it refers to David HaMelech? Dalit, another question on Rashi here is, and this is actually a question on, Ramba, on the Rambam as well. So in the introduction of, to this Nevuah, what does Bilaam say? That the content of this prophecy is related to Achris Ayamim, the end of all times. Asha Achris Ayamim Bepashtus, Hainu Yemaisa Mashiach. What is the meaning of Achris Ayamim? The end of all days, referring to the time when Mashiach comes. Achris Kalayamim, the end of all times. So, if so, that's difficult according to both Rashi and the Rambam's Pshat. According to the Rambam, and Hain, Lizmanishal Melech HaMashiach. The Psukim here are not only talking about Achris Ayamim, it's speaking about the Nevuah in the time of David HaMelech, and also about the time of Mashiach. So why does it specifically say Achris Ayamim? The Yaisakashal Epirish Rashi, the question is even stronger according to Rashi. Shibiroiv Aksuvim Anavuah Limei David. In most of these Psukim here, it's a prophecy about the time of David HaMelech. Viraka Kosova Achra in Koya Melech HaMashiach. It's only the last Pasik, the Yerd Miyakiv, Pasik Yutes, that refers to the time of Melech HaMashiach. So why is Bilam saying as an introduction to this entire Nevuah that it's all a Nevuah for Achris Ayamim? Siv Beis. So continuing on over here, looking again at the, how Rashi explains this Psukim. Allah Pasik, the Yerd Miyakiv, Mefarish Rashi. 
So in the Pasuk Yates, Vayerd B'Yakiv, Rashi says, V'oid yie Moishel Acher Me'yakiv. There'll be another ruler coming from Yaakiv. Tzarech Lohovin. So here the question is as follows. Ma'u ha'echerech lefarish, D'vayerd M'yakiv, Hainu Moishel Acher. What forces Rashi to say this, that V'yerd M'yakiv refers to another ruler? V'loi, K'demashmal Achayre B'Pashtus, Shepasek Zeh, Bob, Behemshech L'Aksuvim D'Le'el. And not like it would simply seem, that this is a Pasik that's following the theme of the free, previous Psukim, and it's uh, adding another detail to what we spoke about before. The Shevet V'Gaymer. So just like the Kom Shevet, Shalupirashashi Koyal David. Right? They already said, Dorach Koychov Miyakiv. And then it adds, the Kom Shevet Misral, Umachat Pasi Moev. But Rashi says, all of these additional details also refer to David Amelech. The Kachashiv Oid Davanaisiv. So the same thing we could say over here regarding Pasik Yates. That the Torah is adding another detail, which the same ruler we spoke about before will add, do something more, which is to destroy the leftovers of the city. What forces Rashi to say that we're talking about a new ruler? That's going on Melech HaMashiach. There's another question here is, When Rashi explains this Pasik, and he brings the words of the Pasik, he doesn't just bring Vyerd, the ruler, he's going to rule to identify who this ruler is, but he also brings the word Miyakiv. The only Chiddush of Rashi here is, is to explain the word Vyerd, that it refers to another ruler, Vesuloi, not more. So why does Rashi quote the word Miyakiv? The words that Rashi quotes from the Psukim is always key to understanding the Pshar of Rashi. So why does Rashi here bring the word Miyakif? continuing in Rashi's Pshat, in Pasekutes, Maitik Rashi vehevit sorid mi'ir, umefarish in Rashi says, mi'ir ha'chashuva shel Edom cholu, from the main city of Edom, ve'al melech ha-mashiach This refers to melech ha-mashiach. So here Rashi identifies who this new ruler is, that it refers to Mashiach. Umevi beiz ra'yis, and Rashi brings two proofs for this, shenem aboy v'yerd mi'yom ad yom, because regarding Mashiach, it says that he'll rule from sea to sea. So we understand that this koyal melech Mashiach, and the pasuk which is also referring to Mashiach. So we see that this refers to Mashiach. So Rashi brings one raya from the expression of yerd that it refers to Mashiach, and another raya where it says, Mi'ir, Vehevet Sarid Mi'ir, that over here as well, when it says, uh, the Pasik, Vehevet Sarid Mi'ir, just like over there it says, Veloyiya Sarid, Lebeis Esav, so the Sarid refers to Moshiach. Yesh Ledaik, Vedivrei Rashi, so over here in this Rashi as well, there are the following questions. Aleph, Kola Inyan, Dva'al Melech HaMashiach Hulu, this uh, conclusion here that Rashi says, that this, that this Pasik here is talking about Moshiach, Rashi should have said this earlier. After Rashi tells us on the Pshar of Yerd Miyakiv that there'll be another ruler, so Rashi should have immediately said, Who is this new ruler that we're speaking about? That it refers to Mashiach. Regarding him, it says, So why does Rashi delay explaining, identifying who this new ruler is until after he explains, and not before, immediately, when he says there'll be a new ruler? Similar question to what the Rebbe asked before, to when Rashi identifies the previous psukim that it refers to David HaMelech, he also doesn't say that right away. 
He only says it later. What raya is there from the Pasik? That it refers to Mashiach. That's a Pasik in Tilim that, that speaks about Shleim Melech. That it speaks about Shleima Melech, It's not a Pasik talking about Melech Hamashiach. Gimel, another question here is that he'll rule from sea, and Rashi concludes and to, to, to the other sea. It doesn't add anything to the content of the proof that Rashi is bringing here. Rashi just wants to bring you the expression of Vyerd, that the expression Vyerd, we find that it refers to Mashiach. So even if Rashi would bring, has to bring Vyerd Ad Yom, the Rebbe explains in the 21 why Rashi quotes the words Ad Yom, but why does Rashi conclude the Pasuk, Mi Yom Ad Yom? Sorry, again, even if Rashi has to quote the word Mi Yom, but why does Rashi have to quote additionally the conclusion of Ad Yom? Now, you'd think, well, if Rashi's quoting it, so Rashi quotes the whole Pasuk that he brings the Raya from there. Rebbe says, no. Rashi, the words of Rashi are precise, there's nothing missing, and there's nothing extra in every single word of Rashi. Even in this proof that Rashi is bringing to identify who Vyerd is, there's a reason why Rashi quotes the Pasuk Vyerd Miyom and adds Ad Yom as well. Okay, so we have a bunch of questions over here. Nine in total, if I remember correctly what's going on here, perhaps more. Where the Rebbe is going through a number of different Rashis, and different than the Rambam and the Psharadis Psukim. Basically, I mean, the questions of the Rebbe over here is, how does Rashi come to his conclusion to divide the Psukim this way? Why doesn't Rashi divide it the way the Rambam does? And the details, the Achres Hayomim, the Achres Hayomim doesn't seem to make sense. According to Rashi, Pasuk Yitzayim, Pasuk Yitches is not talking about Achres Hayomim. They're both talking about Dovod HaMelech. And also, when Rashi says, V'yerd miyakiv, when Rashi does finally come to the Pasuk where it's talking about Mashiach, so why here suddenly, where, what's Rashi's Raya that is talking about Mashiach? If the term Achres Hayomim wasn't enough of a proof that it's talking about Mashiach, so where does Rashi see in V'yerd miyakiv that it is talking about Mashiach? What forces Rashi to say this? And a few other questions that the Rebbe had over here. Fa'abir because so the explanation here is as follows. Rashi Rambam mukhulokim kan be'inyin klali. Rashi and the Rambam are arguing on the general approach and understanding this nevuah that Bilam was saying here. In what exactly is the purpose and the point of this nevuah that Bilam was focusing on, Kibla Kaman, as we'll explain. And the Rebbe starts from the beginning of the parsha to look at the story over here, in Pshutish Mikra, according to Rashi, to understand where Bilam is coming from, to give us an insight into what really the theme of Bilam's prophecy was about. What's the whole prophecy of Bilam all about? It all comes from Balak that hired him and brought him to curse the Yidin and to uh, prevent Yidin from coming and conquering his land, to conquer the land of Moev. That's the content, that's the context of the story over here of the Nevuah of Bilam. So now here when it comes to the, to the final nevuah of uh, Bilam, so Balak tells Bilam, 
So um, again, sorry, but Bilam that is. Bilam tells Balak at the conclusion of his nevuah before he goes back to his uh, to his city where he came from. So he's going back to his nation. Again, he's telling Balak before Balak goes back to his people to his nation. He's he's telling him what will Yidin do to your nation. To Mayav, that is, in the end of all times. What is it that Yidin in the future are going to bring upon Mayav in the future, in the end of times? So that's the theme over here. The point is that Bilam, there were many Nevoas that Bilam over here said. And finally, Balak saw this was not successful. Bilam did not curse the Yidin. So before Bilam is leaving, Bilam finally turns to Balak and lets him know what's going to happen to his nation, to Mayav, Ba'achres Ayyamim. So, Olechem Muvam, B'pshut Eishon Mikra, and the Pshara of the Pasuk is understood. Ki av shekaira lezeh Ba'achres Ayyamim, even though the expression used here is Ba'achres Ayyamim, Shebepashtos, Pirushe Bechol Mokayim, B'soyiv Kol Ayyamim, usually the Pshara of that expression is at the end of all times, the time of Mashiach. But Arekan Shabala Hatstik Balak. Over here, it's really Bilam coming and justifying himself, justifying his failure to Balak. That over here he came, he brought him that to, to, to curse Eden that they shouldn't conquer the land of Moyev, and he failed. So really the conclusion of this whole story, Bilam is coming to justify himself. Balak, and really what he's telling Balak is your will will be fulfilled. Now the Yidu will not conquer your land. It'll happen in the future. It'll be a different time period when Yidu will come and conquer your land. So move on, it's understood. Primarily, what is the content of this Nevuah of Bilam? His intention is to let him know. It's not going to happen now. It's going to happen many years after Balak will be gone. That's the main thing he's telling him. So in this context, Achres Hayomim means many days later after Balak. It's not, it's talking about Achres Hayomim Kipshutoi in the end of all times. Because the content of this Nevuah is about Bilam justifying himself that now you have nothing to worry about. Your land won't be conquered. It's going to happen later, much after your time. Ella, however, once he begins talking about what will happen in the future, that the land of, of, of Maya will be conquered, so he adds the completion of the story, what's going to happen at the end of all times, literally, in when Mashiach comes, which is a continuation and the conclusion, the shleimus of this nevuah, of the Eden conquering and, and ruling over the entire world. So, Hainu, what this means is, Shanavua, to put this in different words, Hanavua, Leba, Lahadgish, Gaidla, Shamim Shalas Yisrael Kashalatzma. According to Rashi, in the Pshar of the Pasik, we're not coming over here to emphasize the greatness of Yidin to themselves. The greatness that Yidin will experience in the future, the level that Yidin will be on, and the rulership of Yidin all over the world. That's not the theme of the Psukim here, according to Rashi. We're talking about the effect of Yidin, the greatness of Yidin in relation to Moyav specifically, because this is Bilam talking to Balak regarding his nation Moyav, and also regarding the other nations, that they will be conquered by the Yidin. 
So even if it's true that according to Rashi, Bilam does conclude the Nevoah and doesn't talk only about Balak, but it also talks about the Chlal, how the Yidin are going to rule all, all over the, all the nations. And it also includes the Nevoah of Mashiach, how Yidin are going to rule over the nations. But nevertheless, the point of this Nevoah is not to talk about the greatness of Yidin, who Yidin are going to be, what Yidin for themselves are going to experience La'asad Lavai, and how powerful they are going to be La'asad Lavai, which is expressed by the fact that they'll rule over all the nations. Adarabah, the whole theme over here is, is to talk about how they're going to affect the nations, starting with Mayav, how they're going to conquer Mayav, and then continuing and completing the picture and talking about how Yidin are going to conquer all the nations of the world. That's the basis over here for Rashi's approach in understanding this Pesukim. So based on this, Maschal Rashi Pirushe Elakosov Dorach Koychav Miyak. So Rashi begins his, his uh, interpretation of the, of the words, Dorach Koychav Miyak. And Rashi says, Kitagumoi Loshen Dorach Kashtoi Sha Koychav Dorach Kechetz. It's a star that shoots out like an arrow. Koloimar Yokumazel. A good fortune will rise for the Yidin. So here at this point, Rashi does not say that there's a king. Rashi does not identify who this king is that will stand up, that will rise amongst Yidin. Why doesn't Rashi say it at this point? So here the Rebbe says a very interesting thing. The uh, human being is the highest uh, species amongst living beings. Which, of course, is above the inanimate and, the, and the, the, what grows. What's the reason? As Rashi says in Bereshis, the uh, human being has the advantage of intellect and speech. So therefore the human being rules over the animals. As the Pasuk says there in Bereshis, that the human being rules over the fish and, the, and the, uh, the birds and the animals. So this is because a human being has intellect and is able to communicate and that's the power of rulership that a human being has. Looking at people, the king amongst human beings is the one that's exalted, that's higher than the rest of the people. He's the one that rules over everybody else. So if we're looking to give a mushal, if we're looking to give an example for a ruler amongst human beings, and the whole mila of human beings is what? The fact that they have intellect and the ability to communicate. What would be a good mushal for that? Is a star a good marshal for a king that's amongst people, that is rules over people, that's not a good marshal, as the Rebbe explains here now. When it comes to stars, we don't find that they have this maila, that they have intellect. So therefore in the Pshat of the Pasuk, Rashi holds that it wouldn't make sense to say, just looking at these words of Dorach, Koychav, Miyakov, Shehem, Mashal, Vedugme, Lamelech, Omeishal. That this is the choice for the metaphor for a ruler, for a king amongst human beings. If the whole mile of a human being is a Seichel, his intellect, and the, and the Koychavim do, do not have any intellect whatsoever, so of course Nevoah's Bilam is all written as a Mashal. But why is this the Mashal for a ruler amongst people? Amongst people, the ruler, the power of a leader, of a ruler, is the, is the seichel that he has, the intellect, and that's, that's the way he leads and rules over people.
ולכן, לא יתוכן לפרש שבדורך כוכב כוונוסוי למלך מוישל. So therefore Rashi does not think that you can say that Dorach Koychav, that a star comes out, refers to a melech, to a ruler. Hainu David, referring to David HaMelech. That's why Rashi does not say this here in the beginning. When Rashi explains Dorach Koychav, he says there's going to be a good fortune that's going to stand, be, arise amongst Yidin, but he doesn't identify it as David HaMelech. It's a Deichik to say, Shaharemez Lemalchos, that the hint for kingdom, in a star, that stars are above the earth. They shine, their light reaches the earth. The inhabitants in the earth. And they separate between day and night. So in this sense, the stars dominate in the, the matters on the earth. To dominate day and night. So in that sense, we do find a concept of rulership in the stars. So Rebbe says, that's a big daichik. We would have, the Pasuk would have used to hint this rulership of the, uh, of the that it says, to distinguish between day and night. So this is the Meiris HaGedoylem, Hashem the sun or the moon, not a star. Amongst the this moon and the sun, the star is much smaller, much less significant. Using it as an example for a ruler is, is a big daichik. It's, it's only part of the army of the small, smaller luminary, which is the, which is the moon. So it's, it's insignificant in relation to the moon and definitely the sun. So if you want to look, we're bringing an example, a moshel for the melucha of a king for David HaMelech, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that the Pasuk is talking about a star. So therefore, at the, at the beginning, Rashi says, it does not speak about David HaMelech. It speaks about a star. It speaks of, it, sorry, it speaks about the mazel. Rashi mazel. The Koychov over here means that the mazel of the Yidim will rise. And then the pastor continues to explain what is this mazel all about. That this mazel will be a ruler, there will be a rod that will rule amongst Yidin. At this point, when the pastor continues and explains that we're talking, that there will be a ruler, a rod that will rise up amongst Yidin, there's no raya at this point to which king we're speaking about. Rashi doesn't identify who this ruler is because he, there, there is no raya who this ruler is. What we see here is that, that uh, Bilam is telling us in the Vuah, refers to the mazel of Yidin. The mazel of Yidin will rise. And that mazel of Yidin will rise. Then after that, the Pasuk spells out, there'll be a king amongst Yidin. Who this king will be? There's no raya to identify who this king will be. Rashi doesn't have a raya. Over here, regarding this pasik, Rashi has a raya, that it does say that David will lie him down on the ground, and now we can understand, Everything it spoke about before, when it said, that the mazel of Yidin will rise. And when it spoke about a king ruling amongst Yidin. 
So that now we understand that everything he said before, Musav al Zmane Shal David, it's referring to the time period of David Amelech Valdvar Malchusay, and it's speaking about his kingdom. So once only when we come to the Machat Pasimoyov, where Rashi has a raya, that Machat Pasimoyov refers to David Amelech, do we now understand retroactively that the Psukim before refers to what's going to happen in the time period of David Amelech? But as far as the actual taich of the words over there, when it says Vikom, or when it says Dorach Koichov, Dorach Koichov cannot be referring to a king. Dorach Koichov refers to the mazel, the, the, the great mazel that Eden will experience in the time period of David Amelech. As the Rebbe explained, a ruler, a, a, a mushal of a Koichov for a ruler is not an adequate mushal. So therefore, there Rashi doesn't say that. There Rashi says that it refers to the mazel. And then Rashi says, that mazel will be a king. And who is the king? Only when you come to could we identify that this refers to the time period of David HaMelech. So based on this, based on this approach over here, that in the Psukim over here, we're not necessarily talking about that refers to the end of all times of Mashiach. Heyais over here, as the Rebbe pointed out, according to Rashi, the context of the Nevuah of Bilam is speaking about Bilam telling Balak that it will be a later time, after you, Balak, will be gone, that the Eden will come and conquer Moab and conquer the other lands of the nations. But it's not necessarily speaking at a later time period of Melech HaMashiach. So if so, we understand, Gamkim and Egeela, Hemshachak, Suvim, the continuation of everything that it says in these psukim here, as long as we don't have a raya that is speaking about another king, it's referring to this king which Rashi identifies, that this refers to David HaMelech, he has a clear raya that this refers to David HaMelech, so, as long as we don't have any reason to say that there's a new king over here that we're speaking about, the Achres Ayomim in this Pasik is speaking about the time period of Davar HaMelech. There's no reason to say that it refers to any other time period. So therefore Rashi says, that the meaning of the word Vekarker means that he will pierce, he will dig a hole. So one of the questions that I've asked before in the Sikha is, Vekarker Kol in the time of David HaMelech, did this happen? Did he undermine all the descendants of Shais, all the nations of the earth? We don't find that David HaMelech ruled over all the nations of the earth. So therefore Rashi comes and clarifies this by interpreting the word Vekarke. The Pirish Tevas Vekarke, in the Pshat of this word Vekarke, Yeshleima based Pirushim. There are two, uh, uh, two options. Aleph, Meloshen Harise, to completely destroy. Kemoy Mekarke Kir, you destroy, you dismantle a wall. That's one pshat. But Bez, another pshat is, Miloshin Kaire Noikev, a person that's piercing, he's making a digging a hole. Kepirish Rashi, and that's Rashi's pshat. What's the difference? The Lepirish Aleph, according to the first pshat, Hainu Hiros Fahashmada Legamri. This refers to completely destroying, completely getting rid of the, whatever Vakark is talking about over here, getting completely rid of the nations of the earth, totally ruling over them. But Olapirish Abeis, Kepirish Rashi, the second shot, which Rashi chooses here, ain't a heres shalashmada. We're not talking about completely destroying the nations of the earth. It's like when you make a hole, 
you remove, you dig, you remove the earth from its place and you create a hole, taking it, displacing what's there into another place. So it's only affecting it to a certain extent, removing it, displacing it, but not destroying it. Since Rashi says that referring to David HaMelech, So Rashi says that the karker only means to make a hole. David did not completely destroy and will not rule over all the descendants of, of Sheis. It's only he affected, his rulership affected them to some extent, like when a person digs and he displaces the earth of one place to another. So this answers the question how this could be referring to David HaMelech. So this is the, 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 the basis over here for Rashi's Pshat, for Psukim Yudzayin and Yudches, that the Psukim over here, when it speaks about Achres Hayomim, it's speaking about Achres Hayomim in the context of the Nevuah of Bilam speaking to Balak and sort of justifying his failure, that your land will not be conquered now and there'll be time in the future it'll happen, but not now. And therefore the future doesn't necessarily refer to a later time period at the end of all times of Mashiach, but it refers to the time of David HaMelech. So Rashi says there's no reason to say that there's another ruler that we're speaking about over here in these psukim other than David HaMelech. The Torah is just giving you all the details about what's going to happen in that time period of David HaMelech. The Rambam, he says that a star will shoot out from Yaakov. So Koychav, the Rambam says it refers to a king. Koychav does not refer to a mazel. Koychav does refer to a king. The Rambam follows his opinion, which the Rambam explains himself in Hilchas Yisaydi Atayre. Kosava Rambam, the Rambam there writes, Kol Akechavim, Vagalgalim, Kulam, all the stars and galaxies, Bale Nefesh, Videye, Vahaskel, Heimchulam. They have a Nefesh, a soul, an intellect. Vedas Akechavim, in fact, the Das, the intellect of the stars, Gidelamidas Paneyodam, is greater than the intellect of the human being. So the Rambam holds that a star does have Das, does have intellect. So Mikivin, Shehem, Lamaila, Meklolis, Bneyodam, Besichlam, Obedaitam. So since stars have intellect, and their intellect is greater than the intellect of human beings, So a star is the perfect marshal for a king, which amongst human beings that are characterized by their intellect, is, is above, is, is, rises above the rest of people. So therefore, refers to a king amongst Yidin. So if so, if according to the Rambam, Dorach Koychav Miyakov already refers to a king, it's not just a mazel, like according to Rashi, but it refers to a king. So if so, when the Pasuk afterwards says, V'kom shevet mi Yisrael, that a rod, a ruler, will stand up amongst Yidin, Shekoi bevadai, which this is obvious, Kemashmusa shel shevet, which is Melech Reide, this refers to a ruler, a Melech bi Yisrael, the Torah is again referring to a king, so, it doesn't make sense to say that it's referring to the very same king. The title would be repeating itself. So, therefore, the Rambam says that we divide the Pasuk and one part refers to David and the other part refers to Mashiach. The two kings amongst Yidin, David and Melech and Mashiach. 
So it's, it, it all begins with the fact that according to the Rambam, Koichov is a perfect marshal for a king. So once that refers to a king, so then the Kom Shevet Mi Yisrael has to refer to a different king. Otherwise it's a repetition. Why does the Rambam speak about these two kings? There were many other kings between David and Melech and Mashiach, there are many other kings in between, starting with Shlema Melech and so on. Why, why are we talking specifically about these two kings? And what's the connection between them? This is understood based on what the Rambam himself there says. Melech HaMashiach Osir Lamoid V'lahachsa Malchus Beis David L'yoshna L'memshala Rishayna Mashiach will come and return the kingdom of David to the state that it was before, to its original rulership that David HaMelech had. Hainu meaning, so we hear in the context of the Nevu of Bilam, Shiniba al klolos tekumasam v'yishuasam ha'asidu lavoi al yedei malchusai shal melech ha-mashiach. Really, the Nevuah of Bilam is referring in general to the salvation that will come through the Melucha of Mashiach. That Mashiach will come and uh, save Yidin. That's really what it's referring to. But over here, the rulership of Mashiach that Yidin will have, the salvation that comes from Mashiach, it begins somewhere. It begins by Dovah Melach, And then Mashiach will complete that Melucha that Dovah Melach began. So really, according to the Rambam, Achres Hayomim over here is referring to the greatness of Yidin and the Melech HaMashiach and the ultimate salvation that Yidin will, refer, will experience with Melech HaMashiach. Elamai, it begins with David and then it comes to the completion of Mashiach that's going to bring and return the Melucha of David. So therefore the Rambam says, That the Nevoi here is on both Meshichim. Meshich HaRisha Enshu David Sheishiyas Yisrael Meyatzareyam David HaMelech that saved Yidin from their enemies. Or Meshich HaAchren Sheoimid Mibonov And the Rambam stresses that Meshich HaAchren will stand up from his descendants. Shemeshiyah Am Yisrael Ba'achreyna That will complete this ultimate salvation at the end of all times. So now if this is the case regarding this section of the Pasik, that the Pasik right away talks about David and Mashiach, and the main focus over here is that David is the beginning, and Mashiach is the conclusion, and that's the way the Pasik begins, that over here the Pasik is speaking in a similar style, the Chat Koy al David, and the Idoch al Melech Mashiach, that the Pasik begins with David, which is start, starting the uh, salvation of Yidin, and then concludes with Mashiach, which will complete, which will return the Melucha of David and also complete the salvation. So now, according to this, it would come out that according to the Rambam, in Yonish of the Karker, the Pshat of the Karker, here in this there will also be a difference. It's not like Rashi that Vikarka just means to puncture a hole or to dig a hole. Completely destroy, completely nullify the rulership of the nations. Because we are referring to Melech HaMashiach, which will completely eradicate any leftover of the, the, uh, the uh, rulership of the nations of the world. So now the Rebbe comes back to the um, general theme of Achres Ayomim, according to the Rambam, which is different than Rashi. 
So based on this, we have to say, Lefi Pirish Rambam, according to the Rambam's Pshat, Shekavana's Bilam Benevuasai, so Bilam's intention with his Nevua, Hoysa Beiker, Letayer, as Tokfa Ugdulosa, Hoasida Shalom Shalas of Israel, to describe the greatness and the great rulership of Yidin. Yidin will be saved from all nations, and our Yidin will rule over them. We're not talking about the greatness of Yidin as far as how they'll have the ability to affect and uh, conquer other nations. The greatness in, in, in the context of a very specific Indian of how they're going to uh, uh, conquer Moyav or conquer any other nations. He's talking about the greatness of Yidin. What's going to happen? At the end of all times that the true greatness of the Yidin will be expressed and fully realized in the entire world by the fact that they will be saved from all nations and rule over all the nations. But it's talking about the greatness of the Yidin. If so, according to the Rambam, in the Pshad of the Pasik, so, so Bilam says, that I come, I will tell you, Balak, what the Eden are going to do to your nation. Conquering the land of Maya, and other nations, through the Eden. So, according to Rashi, that was the whole flow here. We're not talking about the greatness of Eden, Kishala Atzmoy. We're talking about the greatness of Eden, Biyachas to Mayav, and how they're going to eventually come and conquer Mayav. That's understood. But according to the Rambam, the focus over here is to explain the greatness that Yidin will reach and the might of Yidin, Lasad Lavai. So, why is, why is the opening statement, Yasa Omazela Amcha? So according to the Rambam, we'll have to say, This opening statement of Bilam is not a general introduction to the content of what the Nevoah is about. It's just an opening, an entrance, in, and, and a reason why the prophecy goes into this subject. This, which Balak was trying to prevent Yidin of not being able to do to his nation, this is the opening that brings the prophecy to talk about the fact that eventually Yidin will be victorious over all of their enemies, which begins with what Yidin will do to your nation, and what Yidin will eventually do to all nations. And when is this going to happen? At the end of all times, in the times of Mashiach. It will begin by David HaMalach and will be completed in the times of Mashiach. The Pasuk is focusing on the times of Mashiach. So according to the Rambam, and the Pasik is not talking over here, the Nevuah is not about the effect of Yidin, the actions of Yidin in relation to the Goyim, of how they're going to conquer Moiv. It's actually coming to talk about the greatness of the Yidin. But the opening and the entrance into this is by speaking about the ability and the greatness of Yidin to conquer Moiv and to conquer all the land. And that leads you into the main theme over here, which Bilam speaks about, which is the greatness of Yidin that they'll have lost love. So therefore the Rambam, how does he explain which it says here as an introduction to this Nevuah, the Rambam does learn like the usual meaning that it refers to the end of all days. 
ומזה מובן שהמדובר בתוכן הנבואה, ישועס וגאולס ישראל מיד האומייס. Here in these פסוקים it's talking about the salvation of all Yidin from all nations, who בעיקר בנגיע לזמן משיח. Primarily the kavana of this נבואה is to משיח. And as the Rebbe pointed out before, even when it talks about David, it's talking about David as the beginning of the שלמוס that will come through משיח. And especially the Pasuk of the Yerd, Pasuk Yutes, which even Rashi says refers to Mashiach. And definitely according to the Rambam, that entire Pasuk refers only to Mashiach. So this is the general difference here that we can see in the theme of these Psukim, in what the, what the content of the Nevuah of Bilam is all about. Is it talking about the greatness of Yidin as far as what they will do to the Goyim? their effect on the Goyim regarding conquering Mayav, regarding conquering other nations, or is it talking about the greatness of the Yidin, the Memshaleh and the greatness of the Yidin Bechlal, which will be expressed by the fact that they'll be saved of all nations and rule over the nations of the world, but it's talking about the greatness of the Yidin. And you see here the difference also, as the Rebbe explained, in the Taich, the interpretation of the words in the Pasuk itself, whether we take a look at the Pasuk Kipshutai, Rashi Taich is La'amcha Kipshutai. That when it says, Ashayasa Omazela Amcha, this is an indication that all Bilam is speaking about what's relevant to the rulership of Yidin over, the, over your nation, Bil, uh, uh, Moyav, and other nations. Mashenken the Ramam says, not the Amcha, that's just the opening into the main Nevoah, the Yidin, the greatness of the Yidin. They're going to conquer your nation, and Bachlal, they're going to rule, to talk about the greatness of Yidin, Bachlal. And then, as the Rebbe said, the two different Pirushim and Achrasayamim. According to Rashi, Achrasayamim just means a long time after, after Balak will be gone. Mashenken, according to the Rambam, Achrasayamim means literally that all these Psukim is talking about Achrasayamim. And the Rebbe says, even when the Psukim over here talks about David, according to the Rambam, David is the Haschal of Mashiach. Because Mashiach is really the whole shleimus of expressing the melucha, of bringing back the melucha of David, and completing what David and Melech began. Amnam, so now the Rebbe will come to Pasuk Yutes according to Rashi, which the Rebbe didn't explain yet. Amnam esakosu v'yerd miyakov. This Pasuk v'yerd miyakov, gam Rashi mefarshoi shuleikoi al David. Even Rashi says that this does not refer to David. Ela, rather, there'll be another ruler from, coming from Yaakov. What forces Rashi to say this? Before, when the Torah said that there'll be, when the Nevoi here was saying that there'll be a, a ruler, a Melech amongst Yidin, the Pasuk says that there'll be a Rad, there'll be a leader that will stand up, stand up from Yisrael. It doesn't use the term, and it's not, it's not hinted, you do not see it in Dorach Koich of Miyakiv. As Rashi, as Reb explained before regarding Rashi, when it says Dorach Koich of Miyakiv, Koich is not a marshal for a king. Koich is a star, and a star is not a marshal for a king. So when it uses the term Dorach Koich of Miyakiv, it's just talking about the good fortune of the Yidin, the Mazel. It's only become Shevet Misro, which is talking about a king. If in this parsik v'yerd miyakov, it's referring to the same king that it spoke about before. So it's a continuation. It's adding another detail about that king that we spoke about before. It should have said v'yerd miyisrael, not Yaakov. When it said Yaakov, it was talking about the mazel. Only when it uses the term Yisrael before is it referring to a king.
So therefore we must say, Changing the name and saying that there'll be a ruler, and over here identifying this ruler to another name of Yaakov, that there is going to be another ruler that will come from Yaakov. And it's not referring... <coughs> it's not referring to Vikam Shevet Mi Yisrael, which is how the Torah identified the leader that it was talking about before. So Vahainu. So then the Pshat and the Pasik, the way to read this Pasik will be as follows. Shatevois Vyerd Miyakov. These words. Vyerd Miyakov, there'll be a, a, a ruler, a leader, a king from Yaakov. Boys, Behemshik Lamasha Kosovla'el, it's taka a follow-up to what it says before, Dorach Kaikov Miyakov. That there'll be a star that will shoot from Yaakov. So what did we say before? That what is this Kaychav referring to? It refers to the good fortune of Yidin, to the Mazel, that will be by Yaakov. And now before we said, what's that good fortune? So now this good fortune, the Torah then spells out, will be contains in it and will be expressed in two time periods. One is Shavakam Shevet Mi Yisrael. As we said before, that there will be a, a king amongst Yidin, which refers to David. And then the Chazar Akasav Loimet Oydin Yimbezeh. And then the Torah comes back to elaborate what that good fortune of Yaakov is, that it includes another detail. V'yed Mi Yaakov, that Oydapam Yaakov Azul Yaakov, that once again, the good fortune of Yaakov will rise. B'zeh Shiyim Moshe that there'll be another ruler that will come from Yaakov. So the Torah tells you in, in a general term that there'll be good fortune. And then the Torah spells out that good fortune will be that there'll be two kings. One is the Vikam Shevet Mi Yisrael, which refers to David HaMelech. And then another good fortune will be another king, which is Vyerd Mi Yaakov. So the Torah wrote over here specifically Vyerd Mi Yaakov to clarify that this new ruler is spelling out the second goodness of the fortune that the Pasik said before when it said, Yokum Mazel, when it said, Vyerd Miyakif, when it said before, Dorach Koychav Miyakif. That's how you're supposed to read, that's the flow of the Psukim there according to Rashi. So now we understand very well. Why? When Rashi says it's Pshat, he quotes from the Pasuk the word Mi Yaakov. Although it just seems like he's coming to identify the Yerd, who's this ruler. It's this word, which is proving his Pshat, that we have a new ruler that we're talking about over here. It's not referring to the same king that before was identified as Yisrael. Rather, it's referring to Yaakov that it spoke about before, which is the mazel of Yaakov, and now the Torah spells out that that good mazel of Yaakov will once again come up, and that will be a new ruler. However, Still, there's not enough of a raya to say right over here when Rashi says that there's going to be a new ruler to identify that this actually refers to Mashiach. Why not? Although Bilam does say that he's saying a prophecy about the end of days. So therefore, there is definitely room to say that since he uses the term so at least 
part of the Psukim, or at least the, the last Pasuk of this Nevoah, does actually literally refer to Achres Ayamim, which is Lizmanei Shal Melech HaMashiach, the time period of Mashiach. So although the Rebbe explained before that Rashi teaches Achres Ayamim in this context of what Bilam is telling Balak, it just refers to a time period much after Balak will be gone, but it does say Achres Ayamim. So therefore there's definitely a place to say that at least something of what this Nevoah is speaking about does refer to Mashiach. And in addition, we have a ray that Vyed refers to another ruler. So if you combine these two points, it should lead you to the conclusion that who are we talking about? On one hand, it says, the end of all days. And it says that we're talking about a new ruler. So two and two, you put it together, one and one of here, these two details, you put it together, you have Mashiach. But however, because uh, nevertheless, these two rayas, putting them together, is not enough to force us to say that we're talking about Mashiach. Rashi wants to have a raya from the actual terminology of this Pasuk itself, the Yerd Miyakir. And also of what it says afterwards, looking into the actual content of this and the words of this Pasuk itself to force us to say that we're talking about Mashiach. It's not enough just to prove it from the expression of Achras Ayamim in the beginning and the word V'yerd Mi Yaakov, that since it said Yaakov and we know that it's a new ruler, that it refers to Mashiach if we don't see in the actual content of the Pasuk itself that it's talking about Mashiach. Looking at the actual reading of the words of the Pasuk itself, not in relation to the word that it said before, and not in relation to the terminology that it said before, in this Pasuk itself, there's not enough of a raya that it refers to Mashiach. That the Kiklolis Amizmar, so this Pasik. So the Rebbe over here actually, again, let me, I'm going to start this paragraph again. And the Rebbe says that Kiakosoviyerd uh, Miyom. So the Rebbe first begins, so Rashi, when he brings Rayas, that we're talking over here about Mashiach, right? Looking at the actual content of Pasik, you test itself. When Rashi brings Rayas, that we're talking about Mashiach, so one Pasik Rashi brings is Viyerd Miyom Adyom. Another Pasik Rashi brings Vilayyah Sarad Labesaisov. So first, the Rebbe is going to explain that V'yerd miyom ad yom itself is not an adequate raya. V'layiyah sarad l'beiseisov is, is a, a raya that's l'chayra, makes more sense. Why is that? Ki akasu v'yerd miyom, this pasik that he will rule from sea to sea, ain't a raya maspika shakoya melech ha-mashiach. It's not enough of a raya that it refers to Mashiach. V'ad araba, kanal siv beis, v'pashtr sef shaloymar, shepasik zeh, keklolis ha-mizma mechuvan l'shloyma melech. The whole mizmer there until him is talking about Shleim Melech. Should David hispalal olav sheiu etzloi kola and yonam elu the David daven for his son Shleim that he should have all of these things here. Eldin kamokim maybe Rashi raya misham. We will soon explain why Rashi does bring the pasuk v'yerd miyom ad yom. Avorak laachrei shekvari chiyach the pasuk dilon koya Melech Hamashiach could lekamon sivches. First, Rashi is going to show how you could see from the content of this pasuk when it describes what this ruler is going to do, the Hevit Sarid Mi'ir, 
only after we see from the content of the passage that it's talking about Mashiach, then we'll understand why Rashi brings V'yerd mi yom ad yom. But the first thing is, Rashi wants to bring a raya from the content of this pasik that will be machriach, that will force us to say that we're talking about Mashiach. So therefore, Rashi first explains what is the meaning of a hevit sarid mi'ir, that he will destroy the leftovers of the city. And Rashi says, Meir ha-chashuva shal edoim vihi roimi. That this refers to the main city of Edoim, which is Roimi, Rome. Hainu, so what Rashi is telling us is, the mimash anema meir stam, it says that he's going to destroy the leftovers of the city, and it doesn't say which city. Harei barer shazui ir ha-yodua shalamemshala ha-yodua mikfar. This has to be referring to a city that's known from before. This refers to the main city of the kingdom of Edom, Viseir, and Seir, which is already mentioned. Edom is mentioned already before in the Pasuk. So when it says over here, it's referring to Memshelis Edom, which is mentioned already in Chumash Bereshis. That's where we see here, this is what proves that we're talking about Mashiach. Once we know that it's talking about Edom, Rome, the main city of Edom, so now Rashi proves from the Pasuk, and that Pasuk is clearly an Avua for Mashiach. Raya Bruda, that's a clear proof. Shagam Pasik Dilon Vahavit Sarid Mi'ir Shal Edom Bas Aesov Koya Melachamashiach. That here in this Pasik, when it uses the same terminology, Sarid, to remove the leftovers of the city, that it refers to Melachamashiach. Vishahu Hua Maishal Acher Hamirum is Bivyad Miyakiv. And this is the new ruler that we see hinted in the Pasik when it says Vyyad Miyakiv. So Rashi didn't immediately identify right in the beginning who this ruler is, because although you could sort of put it together on your own and see that we're talking about the new ruler, and that refers to Mashiach, but it's not Mokhrech, not necessarily. In the content of the Pasik itself, you don't see it yet. So first, Rashi shows you how in the content of the Pasik we are forced to say that the term Sarid Meir refers to Mashiach. And then Rashi identifies that this is speaking about Mashiach. And we understand that the new ruler here that we said in the beginning refers to Mashiach. Now that Rebbe comes back to V'yerd Miyom Adyom. So why does Rashi bring the Raya from V'yerd Miyom Adyom that he will rule from sea to sea? What's the necessity of that Raya? And why would it go on Mashiach if the Pashtus and the Mizmer there in Tilim it refers to Shleim HaMelech? So although from the Pasuk Vehevid we have already a clear Raya that it refers to Mashiach. Rashi also brings the proof from Vyerd Miyom Adyom. To show you and to emphasize that even from the very word Vyerd itself, that means a ruler, that that word itself also implies that we're talking about Mashiach. And for this, Rashi has to conclude and bring the full quote here, and he will rule from sea to sea. It's only that that shows that we're talking about Mashiach. What does it mean that he rules from sea to sea? It means that he rules the entire world from sea to sea. From the sea in one, one place in the world, from one end of the world to the other end of the world. 
This is not something we find by Shleim HaMelech. Only by Mashiach. Therefore Rashi says that this refers to the Melucha of Mashiach. So going back to the capital in Tilim there, it's David HaMelech davening for his son Shleim HaMelech. Here Rashi says, that certain details of David HaMelech's tefillah that they weren't fulfilled in Shleim HaMelech himself. They are fulfilled by Mashiach, which is not only a descendant of Dovid HaMelech, but is also a descendant of Shleimah HaMelech. As the Rebbe brings there in the footnote, the sources for this, that Mashiach has to also be a descendant of Shleimah HaMelech, and therefore Dovid HaMelech's tefillah will be fulfilled by, by uh, the descendant of uh, Shleimah. So that's why Rashi quotes the words Ad Yom. That's the proof that it's talking about Mashiach. This pshat in the Pasik is not, is, we don't have to say this. You could say that does refer to Shleim HaMelech himself. Like the general theme of this Mizmer. Even though it, it's just saying from sea to sea, and it doesn't spell out, and it would simply mean from one end of the world to the other, but we will say that it refers from the Yamsuf until Yam Plishtim, which is in Eretz Yisrael, and it only refers to the time of Shleim HaMelech. So Lechein, maybe Rashi Rayezu, so Rashi is bringing this Raya, Rak La'achrei Shepirish Teves Vehevit Sarit. Only after Rashi identifies what Vehevit Sarit means, the Koyal Raimi, that it refers to Rome. So that is what actually forces us to say that this Pasuk refers to Mashiach. That's the main raya. From the content of the Pasuk, here we know for sure that it talks about Mashiach. And then after that, Rashi says, now I have a right to my new pshat that I'm saying in Tilim, Gamba Tilim, the Koi Al Hamashiach. That also the Pasik Viyerd Miyomad Yom, which is similar to the expression that it says over here, Viyerd Miyakai, that this refers to Mashiach. So Rashi is bringing two rayas here that this Psukim talk about Mashiach, because Rashi wants to point out that the word Viyerd, the word Viyerd is going on Mashiach, like you see Viyerd Miyomad Yom. But that raya alone would not be a raya, because the pashtus, you could say, it goes on Shleim HaMelech. So therefore Rashi first spells out, V'hevid sorid mi'ir. That forces us to say that, V'almelech HaMashiach o'ymekein. And then Rashi comes back, Shenem boy V'yerd mi'yom yom. Regarding Mashiach, it says V'yerd mi'yom yom. So now we can go back and say that V'yerd goes on Mashiach. And V'loyiyah sorid levei seisov, that uh, is the raya that Rashi brings, that the term sorid over here refers to the Melucha of Melech HaMashiach. Okay, so the Rebbe explained this over here, the Teichen of these Psukim, both according to the Rambam and according to Rashi, what's the Nevuah of Bilam all about? According to Rashi, the Iker Teichen of the Nevuah of Bilam in the Psukim of Yitzayin and Yudches is not talking about Achras Hayom. It's talking about a time later after Balak. And it's Bilam justifying his failure to Balak and saying what's going to happen a time later. And then the only later in Pasuk Yutes, does Rashi have a hechrich in the words Viyerd Miyakov 
and uh, the Hevet sorted me ear, and so on. Here Rashi has a chreichim to say that this is a new Pasuk that talks about Mashiach, and even according to Rashi, the Achres Hayamim could be interpreted kipshutoi as far as this Pasuk is concerned. Mashenken, according to the Rambam, the entire Pesukim, all of the Pesukim here is talking about Mashiach. Even when the Rambam says that we're talking about Dovod HaMelech, we're talking about Dovod HaMelech as the beginning of the Melucha, which will ultimately be fully realized and fully fulfilled by the Melucha of Melech HaMashiach, as the Rebbe explained in the Sikh Bariches.